Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the Review or Rob Show. I am, of course, your host of that show, Review or Rob himself. Hope everybody out there has been doing good, living life, being happy, enjoying yourselves. As we are in Halloween week, not the week of the actual holiday, no, it's the week of the release of the movie, man. Halloween Kills releases the week of this recording and uh, tomorrow. So, um, once this is released, some of you may be listening to this before seeing Halloween Kills. So, I'm going to go ahead and say to you, hope you enjoy that movie and have a good time out there watching that movie, be it on uh, the Peacock or in theaters, whichever one works out best for you. As well, the Chucky show just released. Watched that the other night, going to give my um, review of that on the show I do with my brother, a show called The Show You're About to Hear. Um, we're gonna, we watched it together, so we're going to talk about that and give our thoughts on that um, over there. So, um, yeah, so that's that. Other than that, I've basically just been, you know, being me, doing my thing. Um, did uh, two episodes of Saw Games, so two episodes focused on uh, Saw 3 and Saw 4 were released on my Patreon for the Nightmare on Review It Street Saw Games. Uh, so yeah, check out the Patreon. Only $4 a month. At, uh, you got Nightmare on, on uh, Review It Street out there. Uh, Let's Get Stranger. Going to do that episode soon. That's going to be the final episode of Season 1 of Let's Get Stranger. So that's going to be fun. And, you know, other stuff in the cooks over there as well. But main thing I was up to is the other day, I just decided to uh, watch Up, Up, Down, Down all day. And let me go ahead and freaking applaud the amazingness that is up up down down uh the other day i was kind of behind went on vacation missed some of the videos and uh coming back from vacation i just freaking i binge watched all the stuff i uh i missed man and god dang that channel is so good it's so entertaining it's just through just so much awesomeness and you know it's just fun seeing you know the way the uh way they interact with each other uh the people on there whether it's you know austin creed xavier woods and wb um playing a game by himself and seeing his reactions and going through the game. It's like the best way to see video games and see if it's something you want to branch, um, reach out to and bring into your collection or bring into your system and play for a little while or something like that, man. It's a cool thing to do. Plus, it's really awesome to see the way they interact with each other. Like, uh, for example, I love the Bree Start stuff. Um, with uh, Duke and Mia Yim and Dakota Kai and Shayna Baszler, who just is so awesome seeing them play these games and Pummel Party and all that stuff is just hilarious and fun. I'm a wizard and stuff like that. It's freaking, I laugh my mind off and have a great time watching it. It's just fun stuff. And I actually got a, uh, a like and a retweet from um, Duke. So that was freaking awesome. And uh, Mia Yim and Shayna Baszler both liked it. So that was really cool as well. You know, um, being a huge fan of them and having them do that, that's really cool. But, I mean, overall, up, up, down, down. If you're into video games, check it out, man. They do some great stuff on there and some great content and just worth the while and worth the good time um, to spend. I mean, it's a good and it's something fun. I mean, if you're into wrestling, it's great to watch that. You get to see wrestlers outside of the ring and playing some video games and all that stuff. Where else you can ever, ever see anything like that unless you're, like, in there alone um, with them. Like, you're friends with them and all that stuff. Or... You know, if you're into video games, you're like, hey, man, this is a video game channel. What's going on over here? It is freaking endless amounts of entertainment and endless amounts of awesomeness. So I highly suggest checking out Up, Up, Down, Down, whether you're a wrestling fan or not. It doesn't matter. It's just fun times, dude. And if you're into video games, that's where you need to go right there. You know, that's that's uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's where you need to check those things out. It's on YouTube, Up, Up, Down, Down, easy stuff to watch, fun stuff to watch. And you're going to have a blast. Trust me, it's like the best thing 
going on YouTube, if you ask me. So, there you go. Up, up, down, down. That's a review already at the start of the show. How about that? How about that? How are we going? How are you doing? All right, from there, I'm going to go ahead and uh, jump into our news for this week's episode. Uh, some of the stuff you may have already seen. If not, I'm going to gladly go over it with you because that's what I do on the show. I gather, I gather the news and then I spew it all out to all of you. So, first bit of news to talk about here is uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker getting a sequel, possibly. Uh, while promoting his new film, Joaquin Phoenix responded to the rumors of a possible sequel to the Joker film that was a uh, winner for Joaquin Phoenix for acting as the Joker, uh, Oscar winner. Joker character seems to win Oscars. Remember, Heath Ledger won an Oscar for his uh, portrayal of the Joker as well. Um, ask if there was any movement on the film to his knowledge or whether they'd ever make a sequel. Phoenix said, quote, I mean, I don't know. From uh, when we were shooting, we started to, you know, uh, <laughs> this is an interesting guy. Uh, there are some things we could do with this guy and could explore further, but as whether we actually will, I don't know. So, and I quoted him there. I wasn't saying, uh, I like to say uh, a lot. People who listen to the show know I like to say uh, a lot. That's what I do. But that was, you know, I was quoting Joaquin Phoenix there. So they've explored the idea of doing a sequel and seeing where else there is to go with the character. Um, I mean, cool if they do a sequel. I don't know if you need one or not. I mean, the way the movie ended, you probably very well could do a sequel. And, of course, it's the Joker. It's one of the most famous characters in comic book history, if not the most famous villain in comic book history. Um, so I say, yeah, go for it if you have the script right and it's worth doing for sure. Um, I, I enjoyed the Joker film that uh, came out in, uh, what was that, 2019. I enjoyed the movie. I had a good time with it. I know it... You know, it hit people differently, but, you know, that is, that's the way cinema works, baby. That's the way cinema works. But, yeah, I'm not against the idea of a sequel, as long as it's not, you know, ridiculous. But who knows? Uh, speaking of sequels, or threequels, if you will, Halloween Ends, uh, the script for that movie is complete, and David Gordon Green is sending it out to John Carpenter to get notes on the new draft so there you go, man. Halloween ends. I mean, we gotta start looking for that. Halloween ends is gonna come out uh, next year, twenty twenty two. So, Halloween Kills comes out this week. As I said, if you're listening to this, you probably are on your way to seeing it, or you've already seen it. Um, by the time this episode launches, who knows? But that's cool, man. Um, they're working on the script. They're, uh, it's complete, apparently, according to David Gordon Green and being sent over to the Halloween mastermind himself, John Carpenter. So, that's cool, man. I'm glad John Carpenter's still working on it. Um, you know, as I've been on the record, I love Rob Zombie's Halloween, but that doesn't mean I don't love John Carpenter's Halloween as well. Just Rob Zombie's is, is my Halloween. But, and I think John Carpenter said some bad things about Rob Zombie's Halloween, but hey, that's, you know, again, that's Hollywood, baby. But, you know, I, it's cool to see John Carpenter involved in the Halloween franchise again, and you know, I like the 2018 movie. I know that's been kind of hit with um, people not liking that movie either. And it seems seems like the reviews for Halloween Kills are kind of back and forth saying it's a very brutal movie, but the script isn't good. But, you know, hey, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I don't know. But I will be, for a fact, reviewing it on the next episode. So, uh, spoiler-free, of course. I never spoil movies when I free them. Um, <laughs> I never spoil movies when I free them. Good Lord. I never spoil movies when I review them. So, definitely we'll be talking Halloween Kills next week. Alright, let's talk um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, shall we? That movie's coming out later this year, November 19th, and Jason Reitman is hoping uh, that the movie sets the table for feature, or feature, good lord, future films. Um, 
At least that's what he was teasing when he was at a New York Comic Con panel, saying, quote, We wanted to make a movie that opened the universe to all kinds of stories. Uh, I want to see the Ghostbuster movies from all of my favorite directors, and I hope their movie sets the table for them, or hopes this movie sets the table for them. So, they're already trying to do a universe of Ghostbuster stuff, which I mean, I mean apparently they've already started the universe with um, the 2016 movie, which is actually a good movie. Stop being assholes, man. The movie's not bad. Um, so, hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, uh, Jason Blum, of course the movie is produced by Blumhouse, he was talking recently about uh, the Wolfman movie. Remember when that was announced? Back, what, like a year ago, I think, was when they announced that was going on. And we now kind of have an update uh, for the Wolfman film, which uh, Ryan Gosling is set to star in. Uh, Jason Blum revealed that, uh, quote, we are working on the script. We, uh, we got to get the script right, working to try and get a script that uh, Gosling feels is good and comfortable about and excited about. Uh, Lee Wanell was um, and is apparently in negotiations to direct the film from Blumhouse. This is the last thing we heard about the movie a year ago before we got this news. Uh, beyond that, uh, it sounds like Blumhouse will be working with Universal Studios on other takes, maybe even fresh takes up to their classic Universal Monsters. When uh, Jason Blum teased that, quote, we have two or three we're developing. They're not yet announced, so I can't talk about them. But the status with Universal Monsters is no different than it's ever been. Universal is in charge of the Universal Monsters, obviously. Excuse us, they're monsters. But we've come up with a few ideas that, they'll, uh, that they've liked for a few of their other ones. And hopefully we'll turn those into movies. So, it's not surprising. Um, I mean, we saw how successful The Invisible Man was So, uh, with Lee, uh, Lee Wanell, obviously. So... Bring it on. You know, if they want to take on other stuff, Wolfman, go ahead and do it. Ryan Gosling, talented dude. So, let's see how that goes, man. We'll see how that goes, and then I'm sure that probably will do well. Because Universal Monsters, I mean, that's... That's, uh... That's classic, man. That's that's where horror started. And our horror really, you know, got its going. And it's cool to see them still being, you know, bought. Again, I love the 2017 Mummy movie. I don't know why people hate that movie so much. Um, but, you know, what can you do? So yeah, cool. More Universal Monsters on the way, apparently, from the Blumhouse. But of course, we gotta get through Wolfman first. Um, speaking of classic horror icons, Elvira. What a comeback she's had. They just celebrated the anniversary. She did the thingy thing on the shutter. Now, she's gonna appear on the freaking Goldbergs, one of the greatest shows to ever exist, uh, on their Halloween episode titled The Hunt for the Great Albino Pumpkin. Uh, that will be airing Wednesday, October 27th on the ABC. Uh, you can also catch Elvira doing a month freaking long event with Netflix as part of their uh, Netflix and Chills lineup. So check that out, man. Elvira is on a tear, dude. Freaking October hit, and Elvira is like, I'm back, bitches. And, you know, she's out there doing her thing, and good on her, man. Good on her. Uh, for any of you Witcher fans, today they announced uh, Season 2 will be debuting December 17th. Um, so there you go. That's an early Christmas present for you Witcher fans. I have not watched the show. I think I tried. I think my brother and I tried to watch the first episode and just didn't get it going. Um, which is no fault of the show. I mean, it happens. Uh, same thing happened with me and um, Sabrina, which I'm going to talk about her in a little bit as well. Um, I tried to watch the first episode of Sabrina like two or three times and just could not keep interest in it. But I'm going to definitely try it again and see where that goes. Um, 
because I want to like it. You know, I grew up, I came, you know, I mean, Sabrina was a part of my childhood. I had the Melissa Joan Hart show, you know, so I'm, I'm interested in Sabrina. And this is obviously a more horror-filled version of it, so I should love it even more. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe just the first episode. It's kind of a tangent, and uh, not a tangent. Good Lord, that's not the right word. <laughs> um, uh, it takes a bit to get into, I guess. Um, and I've told people about that, and they're like, yeah, you know, it takes a little bit to get into it. Once you get into it, you enjoy it. So, you know, maybe I will with Sabrina. As far as The Witcher, I only gave it that one episode, so i definitely try that again. Same with The Mandalorian. Uh, I saw The Mandalorian Season 3 is about to happen, and... I haven't even made it through season one yet, so, uh, you know, some shows I gotta check out that people love, and I just haven't been able to stick with, so we'll see what goes on there, um, speaking of Sabrina, since I already bring her up, brought her up, bring her up, uh, Sabrina Spellman is heading to, uh, freaking Riverdale, uh, what is this, Karina, I can't say her name, I suck at names, we know this, you know, if you're new to the show, I suck at names, if you're a veteran of the listing of the show, you know I suck with names, it happens, I'm the worst, um, What's her name? Kieran Shipik? Shipika? Shipka. That's that's probably not right. I'm sorry. Uh, she will reprise her role as the teenage witch in the upcoming sixth season of Riverdale. And that's a show I want to check out as well. I've heard good things about that show. Um, so yeah, I will check out some Riverdale. I guess I need to check out The Witcher. I need to check out The Mandalorian. I need to watch Sabrina. Just so many damn shows I gotta watch. You know. Um, hopefully they'll hit for me. Who knows? Speaking, but shows that definitely hit for me and shows that I absolutely loved. That 70s show is getting a spinoff. Uh, another spinoff, kind of. I don't know. Well, I don't know if the other show counts as a spinoff. Uh, Netflix is ordered. It's going to Netflix, so that's that's a good sign as well. Um, that 90s show, man. A spinoff of the uh, That 70s Show, of course. Uh, Kurt Wood Smith and Deborah Joe Rubb will be returning for their roles of uh, Red and Kitty Foreman. You know, so somebody's going to be getting their foot in asses. You know, <laughs> that's going to happen. Uh, so they're returning. Uh, Netflix has ordered 10 episodes of the show, which will be a multicam sitcom just like the original. And the new series, it's 1995. And uh, Leah Foreman, the daughter of Eric and Donna, is visiting her grandparents for the summer where she bonds with a new generation of Point Place Wisconsin kids under the watchful eye of Kitty and the stern glare of red. Uh, there are, of course, no deals in place for the moment for other cast members of that 70s show to return to the series, but it would not be too shocking to see... Uh, Tover Grace, or Laura Prepon, or Ashton Kutcher on there. Um, I guess Mila Kunis is, well, you know, wouldn't be surprised if she showed up. Um, Fez, what the hell's his name? Wilmer Valderrama. Um, every time I say his last name, I think of, uh, Futurama. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't, we wouldn't be surprised if they make guest appearances. I mean, obviously, if this is the grandchild, that means they are the child of Eric and Donna. It would be kind of crazy if Eric and Donna don't make some kind of an appearance on the show, right? Um... We, I mean, we've seen crazier things happen in TV shows, but, you know, it wouldn't be too crazy to think they'd be there. Um, Danny Masterson, probably not, but, you know, we're not touching on that. Um, so we'll, 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 uh, we'll let the courts handle that issue, and if the courts handle it um, in favor of Masterson, if he's found that guilty, then, you know, maybe he will be on the show. But until that gets taken care of, don't expect to see him on the show. Uh, but everybody else... Probably could be on the show. Um, but I'm into it, man. I like that 70s show a lot. It's probably, it's definitely in my top 10 favorite shows of all time. You know, the last couple seasons, once, you know, Topher left and then uh, Ashton left and all that. A little rough, a little tough. But, you know, I, overall, that 70s show really thoroughly enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, 
Remember the wrestling show they had when The Rock was playing his dad and the Hardy Boys were fighting each other on there and all that? Good times, man. Um, so yeah, that 70s show, getting a spinoff. I say another spinoff. Uh, that, there wasn't that 80s show that did not pan out. Um, didn't, but it wasn't a spinoff. I think it was just by the same creators. I don't have much information about the show. I never saw it. I didn't even know it existed until the other day when I saw that 80s show. What? What is this? Um, and then I looked up on YouTube and tried to watch it. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, all right. But, you know, none of the characters from the show I've seen were on there. Um, from what I understand, again, I didn't research that 80s show all that much. You know, it's, the 80s have been a big deal uh, the last couple of years, which, I absolutely am fine with the 80s were awesome for music and movies, obviously. So, it's what it is, man. But I'm I'm here for it. Give me that 90s show and it's on Netflix. Gonna be good. Gonna be a good time. Uh, speaking of shows that should be a good time, uh, WandaVision is getting a spinoff of its own starring Katherine Hahn, and it is apparently in development for Disney+. Plus. Uh, this is coming from Variety, who's saying that Han would reprise her role of Agatha Harkness in the series, which is described by sources as a dark comedy. Though, of course, plot details remain under wraps because it's fucking Marvel. Um, so, um, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll see how that show is. Catherine Han is freaking amazing. You know, she was awesome as Agatha Harkness. Everybody remembers Agatha all along. The freaking song was number one, I think, at some point. Uh, the Monsters song. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. That is the Monsters theme playing in the background there. Um, but still a good song. I'm not taking any place. Matter of fact, that song should be the damn theme song of the show. Unless you can create another, like, really awesome song for the show. But, you know, it's cool. We'll see how that goes. Not to spoil anything, but, you know, I want to see how they're going to use Agatha in this show now. Um, but, you know, hey, 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 maybe, maybe Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness helps with that. Hey, you know, maybe, maybe, we'll see. Or freaking uh, Spider-Man, that comes out in December. But, moving forward. Uh, more Marvel news, freaking dude, eyebrows. <laughs> eyebrows has been freaking cast as Adam Warlock, dude. Um, Will Poulter. Has been cast as Adam Warlock for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Remember that Adam Warlock was teased at the end of what? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, right? I have not gone back to watch that movie. Um, a lot of the Marvel movies have not gone back to watch. But I want to say it was part two is where he was teased. So um, James Gunn, of course, is returning to direct the movie. I believe this is his last run with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he tweeted about the news when it was released. Uh, to confirm it even more, before it hit the news reports, he said... Uh, quote, as you guys know, I often strike down false rumors, so uh, welcome to the Guardians family, Will Poulter. He's an amazing actor, wonderful guy. See you in a couple weeks. So, cool, man. He's great, you know, I agree. He is a talented actor. I've, I mean, everything I've seen him in, dude freaking kills it. So, bring it on. Good to see his Adam Warlock. I know a lot of people are wanting, like, um, Zach Efron, I think was who people were saying, right? Was it Zach? I think so. Seems like Zac Efron gets rumored for a lot of things. He's also rumored to be playing uh, Wolverine, but I don't see that happening either. Um, I think that's Tyron Egerton was the last person I saw rumored to play Wolvie. We'll see, man. Who knows? But good for Will Poultier. I mean, he was great in the Miller's movie. You know, Game Night, by the way. Good movie. And I don't hear enough people talking about Game Night. That's a fun movie, man. That's a movie. That's one of those movies that I saw. Um, I rented it from the Redbox and watched it, and I was like, had a blast watching that movie. I'm like, that's a fun movie, dude. 
And I immediately, like, I want to watch this again. And I watched it multiple times at night. Freaking the same week, I went and rented it again from Redbox. I'm like, I want to watch this again, you know? So, Game Night. Check it out if you haven't checked it out. That movie is, movie is you know, I don't know why people don't, people don't talk about that movie enough. In my opinion, they don't talk about that movie enough. So, yeah. Congratulations, Will Poultier, on joining the Marvel family, whatever. DC probably could have done awesome stuff with you, too. And, you know, door's probably still open because, you know, actors can go back and forth. But, hey, yeah, hey, whatever. Have fun. <laughs> um, Netflix. And Mike Fleming will be teaming up again. Uh, Mike Fleming did... Or Fleming, good lord. I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, Mike Flanagan. <laughs> Where the hell did Fleming come from? Um, they'll be teaming up again. They just recently put out the Midnight Mass thing that people are enjoying and having a good time with. I haven't seen it yet. But I've heard good things. Uh, he also did Haunting of Hill House, which is obviously very well received. And a freaking amazing house at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, you know, a couple more weeks of Halloween Horror Nights going on. Go check that house out. Um, as well as the whole event, man. whole event is the best of the best when it comes to Halloween Horror events. Um, it's the it's the apex. It's the top. It's the best. Is apex the right word? I feel like I'm saying words that I shouldn't be saying. <laughs> you know? Um, you know, I mean... So what happens when I do this show? I just start talking. And I'm like, hey, man, let me uh, say this and let me say that. You know, like, let me try to make sure I sound a little bit right and use some words that I never use in any kind of language. Um, Apex is the top or highest part of something, according to Google. So I'm freaking right, man. I shouldn't second guess myself. I'm a smart person, dude. I may get names wrong every now and then. It happens. But hey, move forward. <laughs> um... Mike Flanagan is teaming up with Netflix for a new limited series called The Fall of the House of Usher. Uh, the series is based on multiple works of Edgar Allan Poe, freaking A, dude, uh, rather than just the um, titlers, titular, <laughs> titular, titular on the roof, dude, uh, titular story. Uh, throw exact plot details are being kept under wraps at this time. Uh, Netflix has ordered eight episodes. Uh, Intrepid, which is part of the team that Mike Flanagan's a part of, I almost said Fleming again. Why am I thinking Fleming? <laughs> Flynn, uh, Intrepid is also prepping a series adaptation of the Midnight Club novel as a Netflix series. And per an individual knowledge of the project, The Fall of the House of Usher will be a standalone series and will not have any connection to previous Intrepid series. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been wondering why. And maybe I'm just not looking in the right places, but like... There should be more Edgar Allan Poe stuff turned into movies, shouldn't there? Like, you know, I mean, there should be. And I'm sure there are. I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw the Telltale Hearts been made, like, into, like, five different movies, if not more. And, of course, there was that Raven movie with, um, freaking, uh, what the hell's his name? John, uh, Cusack. Remember that movie? Freaking The Raven? I think I saw that movie in theaters. Um, I think I have that movie on DVD, actually. The Raven. Um... When did that movie come out? The Raven... 2012. Yeah. Uh, 2012 John Cusack movie. played Edgar Allan Poe. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know why there hasn't been more Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Maybe there is a lot of... Freaking A. If you want to watch The Raven as part of your uh, Halloween adventures here, or my your uh, spooky picks, um, it is on HBO Max. So, if you have the HBO Max, there you go. Give it that a... Uh, Give that check out. I have not watched that movie probably since 2012. Um, so, I can't really tell you if it's good or not. I don't remember off the top of my head, but John Cusack's in it. Uh, Alice Eve is in it. Luke Evans is in it. Um, 
Hey, wait a minute. Isn't that a guy from freaking Haunting of Hill House? Yeah. Um, Oliver Jackson Cohen, the dude that's in Haunting of Hill House, is uh, in The Raven. And he's going to be on that Edgar, uh, you know, and, you know, there you go. <laughs> I was about to put together two things that are not put together. But actually, in a way, they are. Because Mike Flanagan did Haunting of Hill House, which had that guy, uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen, in it. Now he's doing an Edgar Allan Poe show and... Oliver Jackson Cohen was in the freaking Raven, dude. There you go. That could have been a fun game of uh, nothing. Um, let's see. Since 8 and L Word Generation Q actress Jamie Clayton has been named as the new Pinhead. Uh, the role was originally played by Doug Bradley. And the architect of Hellraiser, Clive Barker, is joining the production for the Hellraiser uh, show. Is this a show or movie? Um... Excuse my confusion here. It is she, uh, Jamie Clayton will be playing Hellraiser on uh, David Bruckner's Hellraiser reboot film. Um, there's also a television series, Hellraiser television series, coming from David Gordon Green, who we talked about earlier, who's doing the Halloween films. He's also doing the Exorcist remake. Remake, right? Or reboot? Reboot. Reboot. No. Sequel. No. I don't freaking... <laughs> I know it's it's a continuation of the first movie. Uh, so sequel. Yeah. So my God. Um... So, yeah, David Gordon Green's hitting those freaking classics, huh? He's playing the jams, dude. He's playing the jams. So, there you go. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't I mean, Hellraiser, I know a lot of people love it. A lot of people love Pinhead. I've only seen the first movie. It's fine. Um, I will say freaking Dude Man, when he's got, like, not all his skin on. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have any skin. And he's just, like, freaking blah. <laughs> and he's got the suit on, and the suit's all bloody, and it's all stuck to him and all that. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but anytime you get like, you know, most recently it was at HHN uh, 30 and it freaking downboard and my clothes were stuck to me and it's like, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> you know, that's how I feel when I see that scene of dude man in the damn suit, shirt, sticking to him because of his freaking, you know, bloody organs and all that. Um, hey, I mean, the first movie's fine. You know, I haven't seen all the other Hellraiser movies and I was a pinhead's barely in the damn thing. So, um, I'm guessing, yeah, that's, that was another thing, I remember after I watched the first Hellraiser, I'm like, why do people love Pinhead so much, he's barely in this damn thing, but I, I'm sure he's in the other movies more, but I mean, at the same time, you don't need to see him all that long, I mean, as soon as you get introduced to Hellraiser and the gang, it's like, dude, these, these things are fucking freaky, so there you go, man, Hellraiser stuff going on for you Hellraiser fans, um, it's, uh, Raising Hell, yeah, alright, um, let's see, there is a action movie called Boy Kills World coming uh, set in a dystopian fever dream reality uh, that is uh, going to be shooting in South Africa will star Bill Skarsgård you know freaking Pennywise the clown himself from the It movies uh, he will be leading the cast as protagonist boy a deaf mute with vibrant imagination when his family is murdered he escapes to the jungle and is trained by a mysterious shaman to repress his childhood imagination and become an instrument of death. Also attached are Samara Weaving. Weaving, You know, I always call it a weaving. <laughs> There's no R in there, it's weaving. Uh, she's she's amazing. Uh, she's in, of course, Freddy or not. If you haven't seen that movie, what the hell are you doing? Go, go do that. Um, go do that. Uh, she's, uh, she was, of course, in Freddy or not. She's in Bill and Ted, the face music. I have not seen that, so I need to tell myself, hey, go do that go see that um uh, the babysitter on netflix she's in that as well uh fucking guns akimbo 
fun movie, dude. She's in that as well. Uh, she will be in this movie, Boy Kills World. She will be playing Assassin June 27. Wait a damn minute. Is that Her character's name is June 27? Dude, my birthday is June 27. That's fucking awesome. I like that. That is cool. This might be my favorite movie of all time now. Probably not. Overreacting. But... Samara Weaving is already one of my favorite actresses. <laughs> you know, I love her so much that I throw her name wrong. <laughs> and But she's playing a character named June 27th. You just solidified yourself. Um, or June 27th. But hey, that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, and also martial arts expert, Yayan... Yayan Ruin. I suck at names. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Star Wars episode. He was in Star Wars episode 7. The Force Awakens, as well as the Raid Redemption, will be the boy's mentor. Uh, Sam Raimi is producing this uh, Boy Kills World flick. So, check it out, dude. I'm into it. I'm already into it. Love me some Bill Skarsgård. Love me some Mara Wearving. <laughs> and um, she's playing a character in June 20th. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. I'm in, I, it, it's, for something I've never even heard of, I'm into it. <laughs> I am into this. Alright, so, that does it for the news. That's all I had for the news. That's all we had to print. Um, I didn't print anything. Well, copied and printed. <laughs> you know? um, so let's see. Now we talk about the things releasing this week. And depending on when you're listening listen to this episode, this stuff's probably already out. Um, so first thing first to talk about, obviously, Halloween Kills. Movie is rated R. It's one hour and 46 minutes. Uh, it will be theaters nationwide and on the Peacock. Um Minutes after Laurie Strode, played by, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, her daughter Karen, played by Judy Greer, and granddaughter Allison, played by Andy Matchacock. <laughs> Suck at names, man. Sorry, Andy, you don't deserve that. You're awesome as well. Um, uh, minutes after they left last... Oh, good lord. Minutes after they left... Masked Monster Michael Myers. Fucking say that five times fast. <laughs> Masked Monster Michael Myers. Caged and burning in Lori's basement. Lori is rushed to the hospital with life-threatening injuries, believing she finally killed her lifelong tormentor. But when Michael manages to free himself from Lori's trap, his ritual bloodbath resumes as Lori fights her pain and preps and prepares to defend herself against him. She inspires all of Haddonfield to rise up against their unstoppable monster. The Strode women join a group of other survivors of Michael's first rampage who decide to take matters into their own hands, forging a vigilante mob that set out to hunt Michael down once and for all and get their asses slaughtered. It doesn't say that in the cinema, or the cinema. It doesn't say that in the synopsis, but, you know, people are dying. <laughs> you know, I mean, from all the reviews coming out of this movie about how brutal this movie is, Sorry, town folk of Haddonfield, but you probably should not have been going on a hunt of Michael Myers. All right? That's probably not the thing you should have done. Let Lori take care of it. She takes care of it all the time. All right. The uh, the other movie releasing this week, uh, this looks like this one's just in theaters. This one's very tempting and interesting to me as well. Uh, the Last Duel, rated R, 2 hours, 32 minutes, starring uh, Matt Damon, uh, Adam Driver, and Ben Affleck. Say that questionly just then, because I don't know how big of a role Ben Affleck has in the movie. Um, and uh, Joni, Jody Comer is also in this movie. What do I know her from? I feel like I just watched something with her in it. What was it? What was it? Free Guy. I just watched Free Guy with her in it, so she's in that. She's in something else, right? I feel like... 
that name is very recognizable for some reason. Um, like I said, I just saw her for you guys, so that's probably the reason I'm thinking it's so recognizable. But uh, she's also on the show Killing Eve. Um, she was in Star Wars Episode Nine as well. Interesting. Uh, the White Princess. You know, she's been in some stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, she is one of the stars of this movie. So. They, you know, I'm gonna have to pronounce these names, and I don't feel like doing that. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I really don't. You know, is there a synops- is there an easier synopsis of this thing? <laughs> um, come on, give me give me something that's like super easy to read. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna freaking hunt and peck and pick what I want to say about this. Uh, the movie revolves around a respected knight known for his bravery and skill on the battlefield. Um, and then there's like a squire whose intelligence and um. Eloquence makes him one of the most admired nobles in court. Um, there's a, a vicious assault that happens to uh, the respected knight's wife. She steps forward to accuse her attacker, an act of bravery and defiance that puts her life in jeopardy. The ensuing trial by combat, a grueling duel to the death, places the fate of all three in God's hands. The movie will be directed... Will be fucking and was directed by Ridley Scott. It is a drama, historical drama, two hours thirty three minutes. Um, yeah, I want to see it. I definitely want to see this movie. Uh, you know, it's it would be number one on my list to see this week if Halloween Kills wasn't there. Um, over on the HBO Max, we have What Happened, Brittany Murphy, an intimate portrait of the late Brittany Murphy exploring her career and her mysterious death all these years later. Man, I loved Brittany Murphy, dude. I'm not going to lie, I loved me some Brittany Murphy, man, and it was so sad when she passed away, and there's so many questions still about what happened there, so, uh, if you have HBO Max, uh, that documentary is going to be out there, and, you know, you can look into seeing what's going on there, and see if they uh, pull out any new leads or information there. And the last thing I have on the list here is, I know what you did last summer, this series will be on Amazon Prime. Uh, one year after the fatal car accident that haunted their graduation night, a group of teenagers find themselves bound together by a dark secret at the hands of a brutal killer who stalks their every move. So if you've seen the movie, you know what's going on here. Um, as they try to piece together who's after them, they reveal the dark side of their seemingly perfect town. Everyone is hiding something, and uncovering the wrong secret could be deadly. Um, I don't know if any of the cast from the movie will be on the show at any point popping up. I mean... Fred Prince Jr., probably. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he pops up. Um, who else was in that damn movie? I seen I Know What You Did Last Summer in a long time. I know that Jack Black is in the sequel. I still know what you did last summer. Um, who was in that movie? It's uh, it's Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., and fucking, uh, what's his fuck? Um, oh, I don't want to look it up. Oh, God, what the hell's his name? Ryan, um... Freaking married, uh, freaking Nacabrera. Get out of here. It's Nacabrera. <laughs> it's Ryan, um, oh my god, I don't want to look this up. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Why is Ryan Cabrera the first thought that comes to mind? On the way down, I'm falling into you. That's not the, that's not the words of that song. <laughs> that is not the words to that song. At all. Um. Let's see, I know what you did last summer. There we go, 1997 film. It is fucking Ryan Felipe. There you go, Ryan Philippe. Johnny Galecki's in that shit? I haven't seen that movie in a while. Alright. Um, Ryan Philippe was the 
the person I was trying to figure out there. It's on Peacock. There you go. I know what you did last summer is on the Peacock, if you haven't uh, checked out. Speaking of Peacock, round of applause, man. You got some good stuff going on on your uh, on your streaming service there, man. Other than, you know, you got the WWE Network where I'm watching the Halloween Havoc stuff as part of my tradition for Halloween time every year. But great list of freaking horror movies to check out. And great job of, like, freaking separating them and putting them in places that need to be in places. You got the franchises where the franchises need to be. You got a list of 80s movies. You got a list of freaking 90s movies. You got a freaking list of freaking uh, TV show Halloween episodes. Good job, Peacock. Good job, Peacock. All right, that's it. <laughs> that's it for the news and the things releasing this week. So, as you know, we go from there into uh, reviewing a movie. So, going to pause to play the trailer. I'm going to open my soda. Yeah, and we will be back, or I'll be back, you know, to talk about the uh, my thoughts on the movie that we're about to talk about. So hang on. Look, it's pretty obvious here. You're a good kid. There's a lot of pressure to be perfect. Sometimes it's easier to be ourselves around strangers than our own friends. You had no relationship with Jackson. No. the show that was the trailer for there's someone inside your house there's someone inside your house uh, it came out this year 2021 it is one hour 36 minutes it is a horror movie and it's rated a tvma um mccani and her friends at osborne high school try to identify and stop a mass killer who's targeting students and exposing their biggest secrets um Played the trailer before this episode. It's the first time I actually believe I saw that trailer. I don't remember seeing the trailer before. Glad I didn't watch it before the movie. <laughs> um, 
I have a weird relationship with trailers, man. It's like... They help set things up for you, obviously. Scream trailer just came out. As of uh, the recording of this episode, that just came out. Looks good. Looks good. Fifth Scream movie called Scream. So I've been calling it Scream 2022 because it's coming out in 2022. Get it? Yeah. Um, also, the Home Sweet Home Alone trailer came out as well. It's going to be a Disney Plus movie. Um, Macaulay Culkin said that he will not be in the movie. He could be lying. Who knows? But probably not in the movie. His brother... Well, not his brother, but his brother in the Home Alone movie. Uh, Buzz is in the freaking movie, so. As Buzz McAllister. That's interesting. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, those two trailers came out since uh, we last talked. Why did I even start talking? Oh, because the trailer for this movie. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah. Don't watch the trailer. <laughs> but, you know, so I was going to this movie, and... I was just looking for something to watch, and I'm like, alright, I want, I want a horror movie, and I saw this just came out, and I'm like, okay, fine, I'll check it out, why not? Um, and my first thought was, when I read that title, there's someone inside your house, that was going to be a movie like, um, so with that title, I thought it was going to be something along the lines of, like, uh, The Strangers, or, um, When a Stranger Calls, or Black Christmas, or something like that, where focal point is the house, and there's a killer inside the house, and, you know... That's where the whole movie goes. Uh, this movie is not that, um, actually. Um, which is cool. You know, it's interesting. I mean, the title is a little misleading, but not completely misleading, not to spoil anything in the movie. But it's like, uh, all right, cool. You know, you've already gotten me off of where I think thought you were going with this movie. Because, again, I didn't watch the trailer. If I would have watched the trailer, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Um, so, again, don't watch the trailer. But... So that, that was good. You know, I mean, the movie starts off good enough. Um, good start to the movie. And the movie's kind of fine. I mean, it's an hour and 36 minutes. It's not overly long. It's it, There are moments in the movie that just seem... I don't know necessarily unneeded because, you know, story building and all that stuff. But, you know, it, it takes the pace down a little bit. Um, and, you know, some of it seemed a little bit too long. Let me put it that way. You know, that, that six minutes after, you know, the one hour and 36 minutes... Probably going to turn that down a little bit, you know, but yeah, I'm not complaining, you know, the movie felt fine, um, and I mean, the kills are brutal in the movie as well, the idea is fine enough, um, it's, is it the most original thing I've ever seen in my life? No, um, especially towards, you know, the ending, it's like, okay, this is predictable now, I see where this is going, you know, I get, I get where this is going, I've seen things like this before. I, you know, I know who the killer is now without them telling me who the killer is. It, it, it did get predictable that way. Didn't ruin the movie for me. You know, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, that ending is a bit on the predictable side. But I mean, the kills in the movie are good. There's some, there's some good kills in the movie. I'll give it that. I mean, that's why most people watch horror movies, right? Is to see how people get killed. <laughs> and, you know, there's some good ones. You know, some are pretty basic. You know, but there is, there's at least one of them I'm like, fuck, you know, there's at least one of them I'm like, yep, that's good, you know, and I'm like, all right, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good one. So, you know, I give it that, I give it its positives for that. Um, the killer's interesting, I'll give it that. It's, I mean, when it gets to those parts, it's a good movie. Yeah, um, you know, the other parts where, I mean, again, it's character 
building and relationship building and all that stuff. So it's like, it's not horribly out of place. It just kind of takes it down the pace a little bit, if that makes sense. Um, but to me, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. Will I go back and watch it again? Probably not. No, <laughs> probably not. It's probably not one of those movies I need to ever see again. But I enjoyed it when I was watching it. And, you know, I give it its credit where it's due. I, I'd say it's like a six and a half to a seven. You know, is it amazing? No. Maybe it's a five. Nah, five's too long. Because there's still, there's still some stuff I enjoyed by the movie I thought were pretty cool. So, you know, I mean, it, it does its job. You know, it had me entertained while I was watching it. Um, so I'll give it that. The movie is from the freaking producers of Stranger Things and the Conjuring Universe, so I was already kind of guaranteed to enjoy this anyways, as I love both of those things. <laughs> um, you know, I don't talk about look at the movie, that's not me. Um, the cast is good. I like the cast. The cast, you know, the cast is fine. I don't recognize anybody in the movie. Uh, so it's all a bunch of fresh-faced new kids on the block. Uh, let me look it up right now, see if there's anything um, as far as cast-wise that yeah, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> um, which is good, man. I mean, that's fine. Especially when you're watching a horror movie. It's like, you know, cool. Let's, you know. Yeah, it's funny because I see it's, um, they have Scream written down here as, if you like this, you like Scream. And, and you know, I, I, I get that. There's feels of that, you know, in the movie. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not, it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. I give it that. The cast is, you know, they're playing friends, obviously. Most of them are friends in the movie. And they play off the, the role very well of being friends. It's a Netflix movie, so uh, if you have Netflix, go ahead and throw it on there. It is a Netflix original. I think, it, I mean, one hour and 36 minutes, I think it's worth your time. If you're looking for, if you're one of those people that's doing the, oh, it has a 4.8 out of IMDb. Interesting. Um, 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Remember, remember, I almost said like 5 out of 10. So I'm about right there with them. I ended up going like 6 to 7. Um, because there's part that I enjoyed. I think I'm giving it more credit because of like that one kill I really liked. <laughs> um, and it starts off good. The movie starts off good. But, you know, yeah, I get it. I mean, it's definitely, it's like a, what is this, are these high school kids? Yeah, high school. So it's high school kids, so you get some high school stuff going on there. Um, yeah, but, you know, when they do the friend stuff, it's fine. It's cool to see, you know, friendship. <laughs> and, you know, but like I was saying before I got into that, if you're those one of those people that, you know, when October hits and you're like, hey, doing a horror movie every day, you know, for 31 days, and then you're one of those people that likes to take it over time, you see, I'm going to watch it all. I'm going to see how many movies I can get done in the month. Yeah, I'm going to do one a day, but I'm also going to add to it and be like, hey, I did. I watched this many horror movies uh, in October, which, cool. If you do that, awesome. I'm right there with you. I love that. I mean, I don't need October to watch horror movies. I can watch them all year long because I love horror. Um, I love horror. <laughs> uh, you got to be careful when you talk fast and you say horror because if you say it really fast, it sounds like something else. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I, I think it's fine. Um, you know, it's six. I gave it a six, you know. Um, not horrible. Not extremely amazing, but not horrible. It's entertaining to what it needs to entertain. Like I said, if you're doing the freaking 31 days of October thing, easily can put this movie on your list and be like, cool, did it. There you go, you know. So yeah, there's someone inside your house. It's on Netflix. So the movie is inside of your Netflix catalog, and 
Check it out. Yeah, give it a watch. Yeah. It's not the worst thing you're going to watch. You know, it's not like it's the fucking Winchester movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, better than Winchester. God dang it, I hated that movie. <laughs> I almost want to rewatch the movie to see if I really hate it as much as I remember hating that movie. But at the same time, do I want to put myself through that pain again? Um, ongoing joke on the show. If you're a new listener, I don't like the movie Winchester. If you like the movie Winchester, please send me a message as to why you like the movie Winchester, because I don't understand. Um, I understand the movie. I'm not stupid. <laughs> you know, I, I get the movie. I just, I don't understand, you know. Love what you love. <laughs> love what you love. I'm fine with it. I just, I, 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 you know, I'm not into that movie. But this movie, there's someone inside your house. It's okay. You know, it's okay. It's, you, know, it's, it's, you know, it might be better <laughs> than uh, The Curse of La Girona. You know, I mean, we're looking at the Conjuring Universe movies. And it might be. I mean, this isn't a part of the Conjuring Universe. Pump the brakes. I'm talking about, you know, it was produced by the same people that made films in the Conjuring Universe. Pretty much all of them, except for the first Conjuring movie. So... Uh, Atomic Monkey. Um, it was funny when I saw that on the screen when the movie started. I'm like, what? where do I know that from? <laughs> you know? I'm so used to that being before the Conjuring Universe films that I'm like, am I watching a Conjuring Universe film right now? Um, obviously, they do other stuff. I mean, come on, let's be fair. But do they? <laughs> Actually, Atomic, let's see, A-T, Atomic, My dumbass is over here typing in Atomic Monkey. It's Atomic Monsters. <laughs> Good lord. Atomic Monkey. I'm a damn dumbass is what I am. <laughs> I am a freaking genius, let me tell you. So, so yeah, I mean, Annabelle, Conjuring 2, Lights Out, uh, Annabelle Creation, The Nun, Curse of La Girona, Annabelle Comes Home, Mortal Kombat, Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It, Malignant. I like that movie. Um, there's someone inside your house. They are, they're doing the Salem's Lot movie that's coming out. Aquaman Lost Kingdom. Fuck that movie since what's her fuck is in it. And um, they got a lot of stuff in development, man. Freaking Lights Out 2. I, fuck, I didn't even know they were making that. <laughs> Lights Out 2. Um, the Crooked Man. That's still rumored. Uh, the Tommy Knockers. Uh, Arachnophobia. They're doing another one of those. Ah, shit, that movie messed me up, man. I still have to check the toilet when I use the bathroom. Um, the Nun 2. That's apparently happening. Frankenstein. That's interesting. Um, Van Helsing. All right, cool. Uh, television shows. They did MacGyver? Wow. <laughs> uh, MacGyver. Swamp Thing. I know what you did last summer. They're doing that show as well. So... That's all to say, Atomic Monster, not Monkey, <laughs> Atomic Monster, Atomic Monkey, man, that's going to be my punk rock band. We're the Atomic Monkeys, monkeys. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I mean, Curse of La Girona, or this movie, I might go this movie. Um, unless I'm doing a Conjuring Universe marathon, then you, you gotta do the Curse of La Girona. Maybe. <laughs> Because it's still iffy about whether that movie is actually a part of the Conjuring universe. But, I mean, as far as that list of movies I just talked about there, I, I think this movie is probably better than The Curse of La Girona. Uh, I need to see The Nun again. I've only watched that movie once. Um, Lights Out. I only saw that movie once as well. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, there's Someone Inside Your House is the movie we're talking about here. I say give it a check out, man. Throw it on your list for October films to check out. It's not all that long. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. It's 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 enjoyable enough to pass the time. 
and to be able to be like, fuck, I need a movie to watch for uh, 31 nights and days of October. Set that backwards, 31 days and nights of October. So there you go. Um, there it is, man. I enjoyed it. Whatever. Yeah, I'm talking in circles now at this point. So there you go. That's the review for There's Someone Inside Your House. It's on the Netflix. So if you have the Netflix, go ahead and check it out. It's getting about a 50% rating. I get it. You know, I put it at about the 60%. Um, maybe more? I, I don't know. I don't do numbers. I just said I enjoy it. <laughs> no, it's not too very enthusiastic thumbs up. No. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I don't hate the fact that I just spent time watching that movie. So that'll do it, man. That's it for this episode. Uh, you got your news. You got the stuff that's releasing this week. And you got a review for a movie on the Netflix. Um, so I appreciate me. Appreciate y'all. And you got some freaking up, up, down, down love as well in this episode. And um, what else? Yeah, whatever. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me ramble. Um, I'm a rambling man. I'm born a rambling man. Um, yeah, so that'll do it for this episode. Uh, thank you all for joining me uh, once again. And remember that happiness can be found, even in the darkest of times, if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you all next episode. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.